right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the boys, the brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How are we doing, boys? Uh, doing we're all good. right. Doing all right. Happy January 20th. So, if you could have lunch, and this is the icebreaker for today. If you could have lunch or dinner with any athlete to ever live, who would it be? Any athlete, alive, dead, anybody that, that has ever lived, who would your athlete of choice be to have dinner, lunch, Whatever you want to do. Did Al Michaels ever play a sport? Commentators are are acceptable. Commentators I will, are acceptable. I will do Al Michaels. Only because I think that man has seen more like important sports events than like anyone else. Okay. He saw the miracle on ice. He's seen MLB championships. I mean he doesn't really do NBA, but NFL championships, like I'm sure this man has been in sports long enough that he could probably tell you about everyone. And if I had to pick a player Come back to me. I have to think about that. Caitlyn Jenner. Bro, that would be wild. No, I think... Just to discuss, like... Just everything. Hey, man, you were so cool. And how, like, how did you realize that you were, like, inside a woman? Yeah, dude. Like, that's a long time that you were, like, living a lie. Yeah, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, it'd be interesting to find out. I think it would be, too. Um, Pick his brain. I'd probably go with... I mean, her brain. Her brain. We're not trying to get canceled here. Um... I would probably go with my boy Pat, Pat McAfee. I mean, oh yeah, the man. Hey, the man is hilarious. I would just love to just sit back, go to Indianapolis, just listen to him and the boys just shoot the shit, and then just like it would be so funny to me. So, I would. But if we're doing commentators as well, yeah. What's the name of the guy? He was the Dodgers commentator for like fifty years. Who Um, just like passed away? He didn't. Or retired. Away, he just retired like last year or two years ago. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember his name. I'm terrible. Go ahead. Keep going. Connor. Who is your player? Vin Scully is. Oh, yeah, Vin Scully. Name. I think I would have to do Muhammad Ali. Oh, that'd be a good one. He um, went through so much. Like, for someone who went through, like, that man really went around the world. He, I mean, not only did he fight against racial injustice, but he also, like, helped get, like, whole ass African nations to boycott the Olympics because of injustice and like him coming out of retirement to fight and to do the rope-a-dope to win against George Foreman, Mm -hmm. which I mean, he would also be up there on the list of like his redemption tour of coming back. But like seeing him from like the, 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 the the tippy top of the mountain and how they painted him as like a villain and then to be knocked off of it by like the government to fight against the strongest person in the world, the actual U S government and to come back and then take the belt again, and then to ally himself with them to just try to fight injustice wherever he sees it. I mean, that that's a they, legend they, right they there. They, like, canceled him because he uh, changed his religion and his name and everything. Yeah. And uh, say my name! Cassius say my Clay, name! Yeah. Formerly known as Cassius Clay. Yeah. I think, um, I think that it would be good. I mean, you, when you have that much power that you can get whole nations, literally yeah. whole nations, to boycott the Olympics, that's just wild to me. I don't think... Honestly, like, that's hard for me to imagine, like, anybody in, like, uh, in the future of American history to have that much power as an athlete. I could only think of Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the only two athletes I can think of that would have a chance to, like, go to a whole country and be like, don't do this in sports. I could maybe see, Serena Williams is I, probably my second. I could see Michael Jordan, but that's it. Um, I mean, you're talking about a lot of people, like, a lot of countries, their athletes are training for years for that one opportunity and for them to give that up would be wild um and i mean whether or not it's justified or not justified what muhammad ali did we're, we're kind of staying neutral on that but i think that it is interesting um because i don't think that's ever i don't think personally i don't think we'll ever see that again of like an athlete going so hard for social injustice that he go like that he tells other countries to boycott the boycott the Olympics and other stuff like that. Oh, oh my gosh. So, um, while we're talking kind of about sports and stuff like that, we got to talk about the NFL playoffs that happened this past week. Um, we had the divisional round. We had the Browns barely coming up short against the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes going in concussion protocol. Uh, Chad Henney coming in and putting his body on the line. Tony Romo's excellent call of just like, he puts his body on the line, Jim. He's doing everything he can to win this game. Tony Romo would be cool to interview as well. 
I th- it was a good game. I think it was a good game. Guts, think, gutsy call. I, uh, Fourth and one. Throws yeah. it in the shotgun. Andy Reid got some balls. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's one of those things where, like... Mike Tomlin would have punted. You have Tyreek Hill, the fastest in the game, literally going horizontally. Like, it, there's not many people that are going to be able to cover Your them. whole offensive line needed to take a step back and just stand and be like... If and have were, a fortress. Yeah, I think there was one... I forget what college game it was, but, like, the the entire defense went back. It's like when the Titans played... Uh, the Patriots, the entire offensive line backed up to go into coverage. Like, the Browns could have done that, and they probably still would have been beaten by Tyreek Hill. I uh, I don't know. I think it was an interesting game. I think the Chiefs had it all the way, but once Mahomes got hurt is when the Browns clawed back in it. Yeah. But I don't think Cleveland ever had a shot until then. I, I agree with you. I think that they were kind of just toying with them. Um, and I think that that's one thing that the Chiefs need to work on is they can turn it on at any time, but I feel like a lot of times they're just kind of toying with their competition. And I, I don't think they're not giving it 100%, but I don't think the play call – like the play calling is probably stuff that they've seen before because they're holding the best stuff in their back pocket. It's that and a mix of their O-line woes. Yeah. I yeah. think the Chiefs play – if we're going to put an analogy to a fight – they're like a very cocky boxer who knows like to dodge. But we'll I think just the, take it. I think the they they don't always they'll like move out. Of, they always have like that like right hook ready to go or something. But I think the Bills are the only team, and maybe the Green Bay are the only two teams I can think of right now with the offense just to like a knockout punch immediately. Like the Bills are up fourteen points. You're forcing Mahomes to throw deep, and it's a shootout. So the Chiefs are like Rocky. No. No. The Chiefs are like... Apollo Creed and no, whoever. It, no. he, yeah, the Chiefs are like Mike Tyson, who knows that he can just clock you at any in, point yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and unlike Mike Tyson, who will come out swinging... I got my uh, analogies mixed up. But I, I do think that, I think that, like, the Chiefs know that they can get you at any point. And so they are kind of toying with you, wanting you to tire out, stuff like that. And so when they do flip that switch, then you're, you're, oh. you're, you're really kind of done because you tried your best to kind of keep in the game with them. They flip this switch and it's then like, they I, like, I'm, I, this isn't even my full power. Yeah. Wild card, Tyreek Hill. I just think they they have a running game problem, but they can afford to because of their quarterback. Oh, for sure. If, especially well, their the running is the running game. I mean, their quarterback, you have tight end, you have uh, Tyreek Hill. You have so many weapons on that team. That even if you have a average quarter, uh, you have an average running back, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like even an average quarterback, even an average running back is going to do well in that system just because of. As long as they can catch. Yeah, Uh, honestly. I'm worried because Patrick Mahomes did practice today, limited. If he practices tomorrow, he'll look like he's good to go. But I do know once you're in the concussion protocol and you come out, they do look after you. So, like. I don't hope he comes out. I want to see an equal fight. But if Patrick Mahomes goes down, I think the Bills are better than the Browns. And that's a different story. Connor kind of jumps the gun. So the second uh, divisional round that we have to talk about is the Bills beating the Ravens. um, Just because some people might not listen to watch sports that much. So uh, the Bills beat the Ravens, thus setting up. I think the Bills, I think it was kind of a sloppy game all in all. Um, I think the Bills should be a little worried because, yes, yes, Lamar went out. And, yes, I mean, you didn't get a full Ravens team, but it also wasn't a great showing by the Bills. Baltimore gave them it. Yeah. Pretty much the 100-yard pick six. Yeah. Like, Lamar had to be a quarterback, and he blew it in the goal line. Yeah. I think – I think that we're taking this at a perspective, in my opinion. Yes, it was a sloppy game. But the Ravens are in the same category I think the Chiefs are in. The Ravens can run a 47-yard touchdown on you, like, the next minute. So I think that the, the, the big issue that we see is, like, the Bills' defense held up. See, and I'm, that's that's what I'm saying is, like— They didn't allow a touchdown. But I disagree with you in this aspect. of I think that the Chiefs' offense is versatile. Um, I don't think that the Ravens' offense is as versatile as the Chiefs. If you let, if you say, you know what, we're gonna back off and we're gonna we're gonna make them run the ball, like 
the Chiefs can do that. If you say, you know what, we're going to press up, Tyreek Hill's going to kill you over the top. But Lamar Jackson is everything to that offense uh, to that offense of the Ravens. Um, and so, if he's not on, they're done because yeah, exactly, the play right exactly. before the pick six that happened, he had no pressure and he missed an open slant. I mean, you even look at last year when they lost to the Titans. I mean, when you're down, you pretty much take away all of the the advantages that the, the, the offense has. Ravens have, yeah. And so, um, I think that the Ravens they need a receiver. They need a number one. I, I think the same way in which Josh Allen last year needed Stephon Diggs, I think that they need a number one who can go out and get the ball. Um, and I think Hollywood Brown is a, a decent, a good – He's like uh, a slot receiver. He's a, he's a good receiver, but I don't see him being a number one the same way in which you don't see Juju being a number one. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. I do think that it's going to come down to – the one weakness the Chiefs have are a bend but don't break defense because if you're able to be flexible on the defense, you can be flexible versus the offense. And we've seen the Chiefs this year haven't been Superman. There have been some moments of kryptonite showing Patrick Mahomes taking sacks. He doesn't need to. And it will be interesting to see what's going on. But we have to talk about um, the Packers beating the Rams because I think that was the game that was the most – that was a good game. The most like one-sided by a team. I just... think, dude. I think the Packers. Like, even though yes, they went into the NFC Championship and they were in the same position last year as they are this year. I feel like the amount of improvement that they've had in a single year, and I think that it all ties back to Aaron Rodgers, who is going to be the next MVP. Um, I think that the amount of improvement they have, they're not a lot of. Even though they were like thirteen and three or twelve and four or whatever they were last year, a lot of those wins were like ugly wins by most people's standards. And I, the only thing I can compare them to is kind of like the the Steelers of how like yes they were winning a lot, but it was not the the prettiest wins. But yeah. hey, wins a win. Um, but now you got like Aaron Donald, who is probably one of the greatest defensive tackles of our generation. And yes, he's putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is still slinging the rock around. I mean, when you have such a ver- – like, you want to talk about a versatile offense, I think that the versatility of the Packers is more equated to the versatility of uh, the Chiefs than the versatility of the, the Bills. Um, because, dude, if you take away – and I talked about it either last show or two shows ago, but if you take away Aaron Rodgers and you say, you know what, beat us by the run. They got Jamal Williams. They got Aaron Jones back there. They can beat you by the run. If you say, you know what, we're going to take away, we're going to stop the run – then you got Devontae Adams, who can go over the top. You got uh, uh, Mark Marquez Mar- Scantley. Yeah. Um, well, he's our deep threat, but Devontae is everything. Uh, Lazard, another yeah. another person that they have. So I, I think that it is one of those things where, to me, the Packers are dangerous, um, and I'm really intrigued to see kind of what we're going to talk about the matchup for this Sunday, which is the Buccaneers versus the Packers, because the Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints thirty to twenty, and the Bucks obliterated the Packers back in like week four. Yeah, they did obliterate the Packers, and it's going to be an interesting to see if that if the Bucks just have Aaron Rodgers' number, or if it was just Aaron Rodgers is coming out for a yeah. tour. Saints beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think twice, twice, twice yeah. and then here they win. Yeah, we picked the Bucks. I think. Um, I think Tampa Bay's good, I, and go ahead. the problem I see with that team is it's loaded with talent. It feels like these players have come together to say Tom Brady's last ride or one of his last rides, let's win a ring. They got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They got um, uh, the who was their two running backs. There's Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones Jr. And you got Tom Brady who's playing well. And their defense had three picks on, on, on Drew Brees, which we'll have to get to. But I don't know if they're able to – that's a very like that team feels kind of sluggish to me in that game. It seemed like both teams were like a train or a car trying to get going, and it would get somewhere, but it wasn't a pretty like you're losing a tire, you're I, losing something along I, the way. I think the Bucks will go as far as their defense lets them, because they have a solid defense, and Tom Brady is the goat or whatever, and he's great. But if they struggle, their defense is what's been helping them out tremendously. See, I I personally think. Um, I personally think the opposite. I think that what it's going to come down to for the NFC Championship game is going to be the offenses of both teams. 
Um, because I think that the the Bucks offense is better, far superior than the Packers defense. Well, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. But I don't. Yes, I, I think that it's going to be a shootout, and I think that the way that they win is the Bucks need to outscore the Packers. Um, and yes, that's how you win games, obviously. Um, but I think it is going to be an interesting matchup because, yes, you're right. I mean, we look at a couple, even like six, eight weeks ago, I mean, the Packers got demolished by the Buccaneers. Um, and so I think that the, the defense is going to play a pivotal role, but they have so many offensive players. That, I mean, you just named them. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, Leonard Fournette, who came alive last game, uh, Ronald Jones, Tom Brady, the who has 34, 35 playoff wins, which is more than like every franchise except for like two. And I think one of them's the Patriots or something like that. And so, think, dude. It's, I think he's got more than everybody but the Steelers. Patriots and like Cowboys or something. Maybe I. I, I mean, think he, they might have. I think it's everybody but two franchises. So it might it's like everybody be, but the Steelers and it Patriots. Might be just Steelers and Patriots. But go ahead. I mean, it it will be interesting to see, um, because like I said, the the Buccaneers have improved over the season. They looked rough. They looked rough. They're slowly getting it together, and it's Tom Brady. But at the same time, it is Aaron Rodgers, and we'll have to see. I mean, last year Aaron Rodgers got ran over. Like that team got ran over in the run yeah. game. So if that defense can hold up, and I know Vita Vey is coming back to stop the run for the Buccaneers, and their defense is back. So we'll see if that makes somewhat of a difference. Because if you can limit Aaron Jones and shut down Devontae Adams, you can win, bro. I don't think you can shut down Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Rob Gronkowski. You better have four pretty, you know, pretty good defensive players to shut and, them down, yeah, I, and then you get ran over. And then I think, I mean, Jair Alexander from. For Green Bay, uh, Charlotte native went against them. Scored. Let's a, go. Let's go. Scored a touchdown in offense, defense, and special teams. Not like I'm upset or anything, um, but <laughs> I, I think that it, it's going to be interesting because you're you're right. Um, I, I think that it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, but I'm more interested to see. So I I can't ever count out Tom Brady. Yeah, you um, can't. And it's one of those things where like no matter what you do, no matter how many times you do it. You, you think Tom Brady's done, and then he just re, revamps, reloads so what, and revamps. 28-3. So yeah. avocado ice cream. Just like avocado ice if, cream. If someone told me at the age of six that I had to eat avocado ice cream to become the greatest football player of all time, I don't even know if I even do it then. No, I what's feel an like avocado? I've never eaten If I was six, ice what's an avocado? I'm sure you've had it at some No. No, never had an avocado. Guacamole? Never had it. It's know. overrated. It's like a white girl food. Explains why Tom Brady loves it. But going so I'm that's a joke. <laughs> so who do we have? So kind of all that to say, we're we're picking we're picking people. So and you, you are prided on your ability to pick these, even though you finished last in our NFL hey. pick'em game. Um, but who do we got between the Bucks and the Packers? Packers. Connor. I'm biased. I want the Packers. After but thinking think about it, I know that we talked about it at one of our meetings. I think the Tampa, that Green Bay is going to beat them. I'm probably going to go the Buccaneers just because that team looked really good on defense against Drew Brees. And maybe Drew Brees wasn't playing well, but. Well, he's playing with five injuries. I'm, yeah, he was. But I'm worried about that offense. I mean, just if that offense decides to click, that's probably the most dangerous offense in the league. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I think. I'm probably going to go with the Packers just because uh, I think that they barely scooted past the Saints, and I don't think that the Saints were playing nearly as well as they could have. Um, and so I think the Packers are clicking on all cylinders. Um, and so it's going to be it's going to be whoever figures it out at the right time. Um, and so if the but you're right, if the Buccaneers, if the the offense clicks at all cylinders, who knows what they're going to do? Um, but I feel like I trust the Packers more than I trust the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, and so going to the next game, we talked a little bit about it. Bills, Chiefs. I think it all boils down to whether Mahomes is going to play or not. Um, if Mahomes doesn't play, I see, I feel like the Bills are going to run away with it just because no matter how dynamic your offense is, if you, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, Bills can, you need your full strength to beat the Bills. Um, and the Bills are not just your casual run of the mill team. They have the, what was it like the third best passer 
I mean, he's number like three in MVP voting for quarterbacks. Yeah, Josh and Allen. then they got the number one receiver. Number one receiver. I mean, they have statistically. Yeah, so you're you're talking about like literally one of the best offenses as well, on top of having one of the best defenses. Um, and so Chad Henning ain't gonna cut it cheap, but it's all gonna boil down to whether or not. Uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes it's, hasn't. It's and basically even if he does have, and I'll, I'll let you finish in a second. Um, even if he does have it, we're not entirely sure he's going to come in 100% throwing no-look passes like he's known to do. So um, I'm going with Bills in this game, um, but I, I want to hear kind of your your take on it. I think my mind is going to tell me the Chiefs, that that team is amazing. But I think, I think um, I'm going to go with the heart and say the Bills. I think because – the city, I think, is feeling it. I think that they Cinderella. That team, that team is like if they make it. Listen, I need, I need the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, to literally put a state of emergency out for tables if they win <laughs> the championship. He, there, there will be nothing. I want. You heard it here first. It, it, I'm, if, I'm calling Andrew Bills, Cuomo out. If the Bills win the Super Bowl, Andrew Cuomo needs to put a state of emergency out for the for the state of New York for tables. You heard it here first. Bills win the Super Bowl. I will go through a table. What table? We'll buy. A we'll table buy type of Walmart. Like and, and I I'll put it on put Instagram. We're supposed to feel good after. Can the we day. light it on fire? We're supposed. It's supposed no. to be this. No, that is where I draw the line. <laughs> it's a put. We're supposed to be this this nation of healing now. Let the Buffalo Bills Bills win a championship so we can watch a city just like light itself on fire with just pure joy. So and I think ima- it'd be great. So imagine. Close your eyes real quick. Close your eyes. It's fourth quarter. It's the Packers versus the Bills. Bro, if you say they missed a field goal, I'm I'm gonna come on. It's the Packers versus the Bills. The Packers are up twenty-one to twenty, with thirty-six seconds left. The Bills are on the right hash mark on the on the Packers twenty-yard line. And it, <laughs> you're, you're opening your eyes, man. So, and who who walks out? I can't remember who Steven Hauschka. Steven Hauschka. He walks out. Nope, nope. They call out their best good, man. Good field, good hold, wide right. Just like the 90s. Bro. Just like the 90s. Could you imagine if they don't call out him but Pat Mack if he goes out to kick? Bro, that would be so wild. Wild card. Pat Mack if he's been activated. Pat Mack if he calls Super Bowl. I would. I, I, what I want to see is I want Adam Vinatieri to be on call at any time for a field goal winning uh, kick. See the thing. I would pay any oh amount of money gosh. for that. Adam Vin, dude, I don't even think he had a field. I don't even know if he scored a point this year. He retired. That, I don't think he retired. I think he was technically still in the league, but he didn't. He's that man has ice in his veins. He's got to retire. That man, like that man has this bro. Switch. You bring back Adam Vinatieri to for kick one more Super Bowl, and then that man could line drive seventy yards. I did see just... a funny post that said, "Imagine Buffalo makes it back to the Super Bowl after all these years, and Tom Brady's on the other side of the field." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not again. We've gone through this so for twenty five years. Um, so I got you. Got the Chiefs, or you got a? Uh... I'm gonna just cut and dry. If Mahomes plays, I'm taking the Chiefs. No, I, I understand. But that. if he doesn't, Bills. But I think even if Mahomes plays, it wouldn't shock me if the Bills win. I it. think Mahomes gonna play. I think the NFL is gonna Either call one that committee. Is so too close for me so to call. For me, I'm going with Packers, Bills, and Super. Bowl. That's what I want. But I know Tampa the Bay world. Bills. I know the world hates me, but so it's gonna be Tampa going, and Chiefs. Tampa, Tampa Chiefs. You're going uh, Tampa Bills. Tampa Bills. No. All right. I think we have three I, different. Yeah. Three different ones. It's going to be Tampa and the Chiefs just because the world hates me. Yeah, for real. Because I want Green Bay and Buffalo because yeah. I don't have a dog in that fight. But yeah. it, for those two, I'm going to hate it. No, for sure. No, I, I agree with you. Um, so we talked about a little bit. I, I want to hear your. So we've talked about the playoffs. I want to hear your. I want to hear your take. I want to hear you. You as a Panthers fan, Deshaun Watson right now is the favorite to go to the Panthers. So, as far as I can tell, the betting odds, the betting odds say the Panthers are the best. That's the betting odds in Vegas. We all know Vegas are time travelers, but everywhere else, I he went to Clemson. Everywhere else, I forgot about that actually. Oh, everywhere else, I hear the Jets have more space. I heard the Dolphins are in. The Jets and the Dolphins are the top ones. 
But we'll get into that later. That's as a Panthers fan, as a Panthers fan, <laughs> I don't give me hope. I would pray. I would pray because do I think Teddy Two Gloves is the answer? No. <laughs> I think he's a serviceable quarterback that will get you somewhere. But like I said, you need a good team to get a serviceable quarterback to a to a playoff play. You need you need Jimmy G. Like you know, you need a you need a a damn good defense or a, I don't even think you need you or need a run game. Yeah, you AKA need AKA Jimmy G. You need you need a great running game and you need a great defense to get you to the playoffs with the with the with an average quarterback. Actually, now that I think about it, y'all want to trade y'all want to trade Jimmy G for Teddy straight up? I would probably trade Jimmy G for Teddy. I right, bet it's it's done. It's done. Right, y'all can take yeah, him. Right. Y'all can take Jake. Jimmy. G. I'm glad. You know what? We, hey, we will notify. We will notify the, the two teams. Um, I would. Y'all can take that contract. That's like freaking thirty-five mil. You can take. it. I'll eat the we'll, dead cap. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, take dude. your. I, how about this? Mil a year, twenty a mil. Give us your second. I'll do it right now. No. no Third. No. Fourth. You get fourth max. Interject. I'll take an extra. Max. I'll take an extra fourth round pick. I'll take with this. Fred Warner for a bag of chips. See, Panthers. This is my GM's. Nah, if you want Fred Warner, y'all gonna. Ha- I- I'm going to the Texans right away and saying, hey, we might give you Fred Warner and two first round picks for Deshaun. So, uh, David Tepper, if you're listening and you want to hire me as an assistant GM to the new one that I got hired, just let me know. That's how I do trades. I got a Jimmy G and his contract in a fourth round pick. <laughs> Who would the Panthers even trade for Deshaun? Just picks. Just picks. No, you. From what I hear, DJ yeah. Moore, Jeremy Chin, and Brian Burns in a first round pick for Deshaun Watson. So you're, so you, that's, so that's a lot. So you're two good yeah. players on defense, so and your yeah. number one receiver, which is wild. which, which is why is uh, let's get back. So to he's going to go from no receiver. Also, to no I don't. Receivers. I would have to look at Jimmy G's full contract, but we'll, we'll talk about this. It's more than you think. I would say <laughs> it's about thirty six. I don't million. see why he would want to come to Carolina after that. Listen. I'm eating cap space. We're not great. We're rebuilding. Just eat the dead cap, and then he can sit the rest of you. Doesn't matter, dude. I'm telling you, if if they would let, like, I'm telling you right now, for the 49ers, because he has still like four or five years left on his deal. That is a bad contract. I would get, dude. I would literally give every single pick that we had this year. Yeah. For Deshaun Watson. As a Panthers fan, I would love to see Deshaun Watson in a uniform. <laughs> And the, and we'll hey, even and we'll even take Jimmy G as the, the back. The Steelers are like fifth or sixth in odds to land him. Big Ben's just, coming back. Don't worry about yeah. it. You keep Big Ben. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Forty but saying, million if he retires. Go get Deshaun. You're still eating forty million in cap space though. Hey, it's fine. Hey, sometimes you just gotta that's, eat that thing. That's I'll, why, I'll take Jimmy G's contract. Cut him early. That's kind of and why I you want know him. I I want a third. No, if you're gonna, if you're I want gonna a third. Jimmy, you gotta at least like you gotta at least like get it. Dude, I want a third round pick. The Steelers fandoms. We already should come at Chief. Nah, <laughs> I didn't sign no contract. Oh, you son of a bitch! So no, I want a third round pick. No, but as a Panthers fan, I I'm scared that we would hedge our future for it. And yeah. my 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 big fear is this: great quarterbacks are coming into the league. Joe Burrow is great. Justin Herbert is great. All these people are great. These these fresh new young quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is great. He's okay. Yeah. That's you tell joke. him that That's as he joke. busts through this door. It's a joke. Um, but I'm worried that our team, on paper, sound, our defense is not there. We have some good pieces. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey went healthy. That is a, a that is a good offense when it's running. We did not have McCaffrey this year, which is a game changer. Our backup running back. Um, Mike Davis. Mike Davis was good. I'm worried that if Deshaun Watson steps into it, that – we just won't have a team for him to succeed with. No, and I think, and I think that's my biggest fear. Is like I don't want us to hedge. Eat like a year he, or two of he, his career. He is elite enough where I think he could drag us to the championship each year and be a contender. But I'm just I don't think so. I I don't think that. And I I I mean, if that I was the case, Deshaun. he would I do that with Deshaun. Houston. <laughs> but I don't think that Deshaun is a Tom who, with garbage people. Well, the, my, my team's not. I mean, our offense on paper is good, but did not you, perform you, well. I mean, you think about it. You trade, you tra- trade Byron Burns. You take. Well, that's trade what I DJ heard. Moore. That's what I heard. I mean, but you take, you take. It's like the, the same situation he's in yeah, right best, now. Like new young exactly, prospects. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that, I don't think it's worth it. I think that what you're going to need to do, and I think what's going to happen is 
I think that Deshaun wants to go to a contender. He's going to go um, to like San Francisco. He's going to go to the, the Steelers. Or Chicago. So, Chicago would be perfect. Chicago. I don't think he's going to Chicago. I know. I'm just saying, but he doesn't want to go to a team that's I think Miami yeah. is where he's yeah. going. I I think Tua. That's just. Tua, yeah. Tua being moved along with. They got the draft picks. That get your, makes sense, but I get hate your that. two Get if like you, two first and, round picks from Miami, Tua, and, and a good player. And you could trade uh, like Ryan Fitzpatrick for like a third. Because if you have Deshaun, you don't need a placeholder like Ryan Fitzpatrick is. I would, yeah. I would trade Tua and Ooh, Ryan. Trade trade uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Panthers. I don't think Teddy's that bad. So, so <laughs> what I would do is if I, I were y'all, offense would be better so with I McCaffrey because the he same some... way in which y'all feel about Tua. I think the perfect scenario for y'all. Tua gets traded to the Panthers. Panthers trade with the Dolphins. Dolphins trade for Deshaun. No. No. Whoa. That hurt my head. So <laughs> what what you need to do is trade Teddy for a bag of chips. Trade him away. Don't Who's going to no take more. him? Minnesota. Minnesota. Ch- send him home. That would send, be send the that would be a Cinderella story. Give give him to the Saints. Let him have him back. Yeah. He, he's the heir to Drew Brees' throne, which we'll talk about in a second his retirement. Or back to the Jets. What you do is you Trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why do I want Ryan Fitzpatrick? Listen to me. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick right for here. about a third or fourth round pick because they don't value him that high. Okay? A third or a fourth? Third or fourth. Give him a fifth. Fifth for Ryan. I'll go. Who are you going to get with a fourth round pick? Nobody really that influenced. Russell Wilson so, was I mean, scored in the third round. Okay. Steelers but that, got. But, and uh, Tom Brady was in the sixth. Yes, you get once in a lifetime opportunities. But you got to have a key drafting after th- that. Third but and fourth round, or the the gems are in the third and fourth round. We'll go with fourth. All right. So you trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> with that seventh pick, you get the kid from North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Yes, you get Trey Lance. You let Ryan Fitzpatrick. You, you do what we should have, what the Dolphins should have done. Let Trey Lance literally learn from probably one of the greatest quarterbacks. I mean. Yes, he probably hasn't had the best. He's a journeyman, yeah. But he is the journeyman of the He's world. also from Yale. Yeah. Oh, Suck yeah. So, he is smart. And I think that you let Ryan Fitzpatrick lead you next year. You let Trey Lance take over because you're not going to get – honestly, you're probably not going to be bad enough to get a top quarterback even next year. So, you trade Teddy away. You trade him to the Saints. I can't think of a team right off the top of my head. You get Ryan Fitzpatrick, you get Trey Lance, you sit him, you you get you let that young defensive line, you let that young defense rebuild, you continue to build up that offensive line around him, um, and then you'll be good. I just made a trade. Yeah, dude. GM no, for the Panthers I, I and think, the Dolphins. I think if the Panthers really want to do better this year is their first they went all defense last year. And that was awesome. And we needed it. And I think this year we need to pick up the best tackle offensive lineman that there's on the board that we know of and then we pick the best another good defensive tackle because Alvin Kamara is still in the south (laughs) you still have a really great running game in Tampa Bay and you know we exist and then (laughs) I think I think that honestly within two years the The Falcons are going to be gone I think within yeah, two years. Yeah, that whole, that whole team's going to do Well, with Drew, with, spoiler alert, Drew Brees is retiring. I think this is, with the instability that is the Atlanta Falcons, yeah. with the Buccaneers window going to close very quickly with Tom Brady leaving, that team I think is just going to be like, what's going on? And with the instability of the Saints, I, I need the Panthers right now to say, we need to take this division now, which I don't think we can do. So it's it sucks because our division is always competitive I mean, for some stupid with, reason. With Drew gone, if they can get a competent quarterback, they'll still be 10 wins at least. Yeah, I mean, you're still looking at Alvin Kamara, who I think still has four years on his deal. Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas, who still has three years on his deal. You still have Cam Jordan. And they got Jameis. Like, they still got Jameis Winston. Jameis, who threw a dart to a wide open receiver. The Duke can see now. He, he can got LASIK. Yeah, he stops yeah dude. So I can I can read license so plates. Wal- <laughs> I can see. Uh, so Were you wal- playing blind the whole time? Yeah. So a wild card. I felt through my. I felt the presence. Why do you have two? Because I I Double I had stability. one in my pocket and I brought one with me to for, for protection. I, just and I didn't realize saw I had two. 295, two I worked two at one time. Yeah. Hey, more hey. power to you. 
Um, so while we're talking about retirees, we got to talk about Drew Brees. A lot of people are saying that this is going to be his last game. Um, he's literally had five in, like he's had like eleven broken ribs, a punctured lung, torn, he had a torn rotator, and cuff, a torn plantar fasciitis. Torn plantar fasciitis. Um, Phil Rivers announced today that he is retiring. Um, I think him and his eleven kids, man. Eleven kids. He is definitely to me. Um, going into last year, I wasn't sure if he was going to be a Hall of Famer. No, he is. But I know for a fact now that he is a Hall of Famer. He's top five yards, touchdowns, completions. Well, since you're talking about NFL yards, we are going to play a segment called List This. We've oh. already played this. Thank know. you, Drew Brees and Phillip, for all you've yeah, done that, since we were kids. As a Panthers fan, I hate you, but as a man, legend. Uh-huh. I mean, that's future Hall of Famer, great story. I still think Ben is better than you, Phil. It's okay. It's but okay. I did enjoy watching you. Bro, dude, Philip Rivers and his mic'd up moments where he just like is like a grown man not I'm sorry out of the O four draft class you were the only one without a ring. I I would take him more than Eli. I would for too. sure. So it was the teams they went to, not really themselves. Yeah. Dude, Eli forced his way out yeah. of uh, he, he forced He knew way. what he was going into. He's like, yeah. nah, dog, yeah. this for Phil. Dude, but hey, but the Chargers like Yes, there yeah. were a couple like he had really good teams. You, His, you have LT, you have Vincent Jackson. He's the only he's on the only team in the history of the NFL that had the best defense and the best offense, and to not make it to the playoffs because their special team sucked that much. Dude, and he has like I think it's like two hundred and fifty three straight starts. Two fifty two. Two fifty two. Two fifty. Thanks. I just gotta correct. be clear. So two fifty two, and that includes when he tore two ACLs. Like that's wild. Like that is toughness. Um, so while we're talking about uh, while we're talking about passing yard leaders, I want you to work together, and I want you to see how well you know who is in the top ten well, of passing. Can yards. I tell you who's first? You can. I mean, it at any moment, have to be at any in moment. Order. Oh, You're okay. just trying to well, name the ten. Drew Brees is first. Drew Brees is one. Ben is six. Ben is seven. Ben is seven. Eli six. Eli is eight. Eli's eight. Drew Brees. Uh, so you have Drew Brees, Ben, and Eli. There's Payne Manning's on that. Philip Rivers is fifth. Uh, Payne Manning is third. Philip Rivers is fifth. Dan Marino is fourth. Dan Marino is sixth. Okay. Is Tom Brady on this list. Tom Brady's second. Tom Brady is second. So right now you are missing four, nine, and ten. Brett Favre. Brett Favre is four. Aaron yes, Rodgers. So nine and ten. Uh, right now, Aaron Rodgers is 11. Oh, damn. But he is 200 yards. He, Yeah, he's 200 yards away from passing number 10. Is Joe Montana on the top 10? Uh, Joe Montana is... No. So we got one, we got one no, through... We Joe got, Montana's actually 21. So we got one through seven right now? You have one through... So it's, you have one through eight right now. Uh, Drew, so Drew, Drew, Tom, Tom Marino, Peyton Marino. Peyton, you, you oh, are way bad. too ahead. So, Drew... Drew Tom, Peyton, Brett, Philip, Dan, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli, nine and ten. Nine and ten. Philip Rivers, you've already said him. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, fifth. Yes. Would you like? I'm gonna keep let you keep guessing, but I will give you a hint if need be. I will give you one hint. One is current, and one is like still one is playing. Old. One yes. is current. One is old. I'm trying to think of all the current quarterbacks. You would honestly probably be surprised. Is it Matthew Stafford? No. That's a good guess, no, though. No, Matthew Stafford is 16. Is Matt Ryan on that list? Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah. I, I knew. No, oh, I knew it. Right, so, Matt Ryan Matt is Ryan. number nine. So, number 10. Number 10. And this is old? Yes. John Elway? John Elway is number 10. Yes, sir. Hey, we did pretty good. good yeah, job. I knew most of them. If you can get number 12. So we've talked about Aaron Rodgers in number eleven. If you can get number twelve, I will I will Venmo you twenty dollars. Any hints? I old. Like eighties? Yes. Steve Young? No. How many tries I got? <laughs> he is As where a tear. he played. Hold on. Are we talking about seventies or eighties? Oh, that's too. That's too oh. easy. Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> no, I want to say Troy. I want to say Troy Aikman, but I don't think he threw that much. In so Dallas. here's what I'm going with. Don't don't look at this. Don't look at. Well, this. I mean, 
Did you see it? He's African American. That's about that's about all I can Warren Sapp. No. Oh, is it Randall Cunningham? Uh no, it is Warren not. Moon. You are a son of a bitch. He looked at my screen. I absolutely cheated. For the Oilers? Yes. I was uh, gonna, I was gonna my s- next hint was gonna be he did not like the, the Oilers because they moved the Tennessee. to Tennessee. I was gonna say that they are not. No, my my location. my next guess because I who did I say bring before? bring back the Oilers. Move the te- move. Hey, move, the, the Tennessee Titans used to wear the Oilers throwbacks. Move move Tennessee back back and then move Bro, the, the Texans out. Orange is nice. That was Bucks. Move move the Texans. Didn't they have, didn't they have move the Texans to San Francisco. No. The Buccaneers had the creamsicles. Creamsicles are the Buccaneers. Yeah, they used to have like people said they were the ugliest, but they were the best. Well, I'm glad I knew like where Ben, Eli, and Philip and Drew were on that list. I felt really good about that. For some reason, I'm good at quarterbacks. He said next week we're going to be doing the top and touchdowns. It's probably going to be about the same. I haven't yeah, looked at it. It's going to be like Tom, Brady, Drew, Peyton. Why don't you just type in NFL on that thanks, thing? Thanks, thanks. I try. I try. All right, so what? Uh, uh, so what else we got? Guys, the last thing that we're going to talk about today. Oh, since I mean, we might as well do tier list since we're talking about NFL. Yes? No? Yeah. For defense? No, tier list. We're doing the tight ends. Ah, for the tight ends. Before we go, Kyrie's back. We're monitoring the situation with our NBA insiders. Yeah. He is a philanthropist. He is trying to help. And he says he had some personal we and were a little too hard on him. Personal no, no, no. And, and business I, issues. See, I, and he I, apologized. He I'm, says he's here to work. I'm gonna be honest with you. And James Harden lied about being fat. Yeah, that no, is true. No, he's still fat. No, he's still fat. Don't don't get it. <laughs> no, don't get it. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, Kyrie is a philanthropist, and I have some of his stats right here. He donated three hundred thousand dollars to Feeding America. He provided two hundred and fifty thousand meals to New Yorkers, to Second Harvest Food Bank. Um, he had 15, 17 pallets of food donated, um, and he partnered with Nike for that. He paid off uh, nine HBCU students' um, college tuition. He committed $1.5 million to help pay WNBA players who opted out. He perched, And most, recent, most recently, he purchased a home for George Floyd's family. Hey, um, but... He he is he is definitely a philanthropist, but and a humanitarian I, and, I, and a humanitarian. Don't get me wrong; I think that he is a, a great person. But the same way in which I personally feel like, in when we're looking at Hall of Fame, and I, and if we're looking at Baseball Hall of Fame, I think you have to disconnect the person from his from yeah, his from his the, actions on the court. Yeah, and so. The same way in which I have to do that for them is Our, the same way in which I have to do that for Kyrie. Kyrie is probably one of the best. Like he's doing great. He's doing great things. He's doing and great things. People are letting that judge his play style or how he plays. But on the court. if your job, if what you get, and yes, you could be a humanitarian, you could work for a homeless shelter in your spare time. But if you go, if you don't show up to work, Avery. And you tell them, "Hey, I'm volunteering for a homeless shelter." What is your job? What is your job going to say? Bye. They're going to say, "Hey, I'm sorry. That's great, but we don't need you. You need you. No call, no show. You're fired." Yeah, you and don't. I'm not. And I know that we're past this shut up and dribble phase. And so I'm by no means saying, "Oh, you, he needs to just shut up and dribble." And I know that they're like. I know that it's they sh- because he didn't tell them what's going on, yeah. and I think that's the issue. If he's more open about his situation, I think the Nets will let him play and let him well, go. He's, oh, he's, 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 he's play. playing I this week. I think he's going to play. He's playing anyway. this week. But I think that I don't think that it's right for his teammates, KD, everybody else, who has been grinding, has been working hard for Kyrie to just leave. Hey, bye. I'll come back two, three weeks there, later. There's got to be more like clarity. What'd you say? So there's got to be more clarity in the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Connor. If you, or I don't know which one of y'all said it, but if you tell me, hey, I'm leaving, I got to do some, I got to take care of my mental health, whatever it is, like that's fine. But you have a job to do. And then when you don't show up for the job, like I, I can't get on board with it. No matter how much good you're doing, because he is doing. It's good. like you're not gonna get promoted if you don't show up to work. Yeah, exactly. And or so, I, I, Kyrie, the Kyrie situation, I think is gonna be a, a fluid one because people are gonna hate on Kyrie, but people are 
with his humanitarian work are also going to love Kyrie. I mean, we're one week removed from Stephen A. Smith saying he needs Kyrie to retire. needs to retire. I mean, so also when we're talking about the Nets, got to talk about James Harden conning everybody to thinking he's skinny again when in actuality he is fat still. Um, it was those, the angles. Those dreads are ugly. Or braids, I'm not entirely sure which one they are. But they are ugly. I miss his faux hawk. I miss the faux hawk too. But in while we're also talking about the Nets, we got to talk about KD. And KD this year. He's is, going off. He's going off. He's averaging 30.6 points, seven rebounds, five assists. One block, one steal. One block, one steal. He's averaging 54% from the field. I mean, so. Right now, he'd be MVP. Right now, he would be MVP. And so, I think that that is a testament to KD's character. And, yes, he sat out the entire last season. Um, and so, he kind of took a break off. But when you come back from a devastating Achilles injury like he did, I mean, and you're fighting for not only to, like, be good, but you're the best, I think that that's just incredible. Um, the yeah. Slim Reaper is reaping once again. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But – Tier list. Oh, list time. So we're doing NFL tight ends 2020 edition. If you are new to the channel and you want to learn the rules, we put them in tier list. Best, elite, very good, average, and below average. I didn't change them to say bum this time just because I felt like that was a little bit too harsh. Um, and so we have best, elite, very good. Actually, I'm going to delete best. Yeah, because that means there's one above all. So we got Can elite. you think of an any worse time to rate tight ends? Than this time, I mean, ten years ago you had Tony Gonzalez and and Antonio Gates, like that was it. That's true. Yeah. Like you, I, I couldn't even name you. Tight end was tight end. the tight end was always a blocking position. Now they're like receivers. And I like, think that this is probably one of the best times to have tight ends because tight ends now are more than just blockers, like yeah. you just said. All right, so. Darren, oh wait, Avery, I go guess. ahead and read off. Um, we're we're just gonna go person right. by person. Dallas, so. Dallas Goddard. So Dallas Goddard, um, we're gonna go like we usually do three, two, I, one. And I say, think we should just since this is a position that we all don't know as much, we should just open discuss and be like, uh, we can come to a consensus. Right, well, I think he's good, good. But we don't want to be here. There's 31 people. I say we just say his name. Whoever's got the kind majority. Of like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. I, I would go. I would go with good. Good. Good, good, he good. took Ertz's spot. So, um, I'm going. Uh, uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Elite. Oh, elite. Yeah. Elite. Uh, Evan Ingram. This is for their 2020, 2020, 20 to 2021 year. Yeah. Off their stuff. Low average for Evan. Wow. I would say I would average. Average. All right. No. Um, George Kittle. George Kittle. Uh, elite. Elite. Put him in the front. Um, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. I'm going very good. I say good. Good. Um, Jared Cook. I'm going average. I don't think that Jared Cook's average. good. He's older. He's average. Uh, John U. Smith. Good. Good. I would say very good. But you know what? Uh, Put him in the very yeah, good very category. Good. He's been. Yeah. He's also came back from two injuries. Like yeah. like. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Average. 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 Yeah. Last year I'd say below. Mark Andrews. Very good. Very good. I'd say elite. Uh, not yet. We might come back to that. Yeah. We might come back to that. I think he's a great red zone. Boyle. Uh, average. He's more yeah. of a blocker. Well, average. That's his name. Right? Yeah, Nick Boyle. Nick Boyle. He he's like their blocking and two set tight end. Trust I, me, I see I, it every year. So you're saying average? I'm going below average. I, I say, say because average. think of it like this: we're going off what they can do. If he can block, like uh, David Njoku yeah, is. You can already put Travis Kelsey. I put him at one. Yeah, we're gonna Travis oh, Kelsey okay. in the lead. I don't even think that's a question. Right. Zach Ertz. I'm gonna go with average just because of average. what he's done, and I know that we can't technically do that. Uh -oh. I don't think that he is below average. No, so I'm going think with he's average. below average either. I thought my boy was having a stroke. Yeah, right I was there. like, what's wrong? Oh, I was really scared there for a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, average. Average. All right, okay. Mike Gusecki, good. Good. I'm going good. Yep, for sure. Um, and TJ Hawkinson, my good. fantasy I'm quarterback. Going, I'm going Montana. Good. I'm going very good. He was from Iowa. Wait, well, oh. you're putting Hawkinson a very good? I'm did, putting. Did he go to where, Montana? Where he kind of just slid across the screen. Yeah, he just slid down. He's behind um, next you're to gonna, Nah, put him at good. He, you're going good? I say, I'm say, i saying good. Yeah, I wouldn't say very good. He's not like a Dang, game changer. Oh, tough. All right, so uh, for, we got David Njoku. Hey, look. What? That's Joe Biden. That's wild. All right, we, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, sorry, dog. 
Um, so just popped up. Uh, David and Joku. I'm going Good. average. Average. Good. Like I said, I'm judging him off of his ability to block as well. Because that is a tight end's job. Yeah, you're right. And he turned into one of the best blocking tight ends I, in the yeah, league. I, he he sold me. Put him in good. Yeah, he sold me. I'll too. be nice. Um, I'm go- I don't one, even Chris, know. Chris Herndon. I'm going average. I don't average. think that he was bad. Um, Darren, Darren Fells. Um, he's he was good. He got a lot of red zone TDs. I'm gonna go with good. Just and he's a great he blocker. It. I don't know much about. He's him a yet. great blocker too. Okay. Um, we uh, have below. Just Devin Azari-Zari. Azari-Zari. Below average. Um, we're going to go with Eric Ebron. What do you think, Steelers? <sighs> I'm going right now he's average. I, at best. I put him in good when he catches. I'm, I'm sticking with average. I'll go average because of his drops. Yeah. Y'all suck. I'm just that's kidding. No, nah, that's fair. Um, I do like him a lot, though. We have Gerald Everett. Average. From the Rams. I'm average. Going average. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Did I he play Greg's this year? Passes, I think Greg's, Greg Olson's passes Brian. I'm going with below average. Yeah, that's yeah. For this year, yeah. Um, Ian Thomas. Below average. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, we also have Herb Smith. Never known who he is, so I'm going to go with, with below average. Yeah, yeah. Um, below average. Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Jason Witten that has not done much. Apparently, season. his stats for like the last year of the Cowboys was like four yards, and it was like he would have scored more yards if he just fell over with the ball as soon as he caught <laughs> and like reached his hands out. He would have gotten more. He has his average would have been more, or whatever. Like that is a amazing. Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> Who's that? Don't know. Uh, below average. If we don't know him, I feel like the default has yeah. to be below average. Yeah. Um. It could just be ignorance as well. Yeah, it could be. Josh Hill? Uh, below. Is Taysom Hill not on this list? No, he's not. Put Mercedes at good. Mercedes, I'm going with good. good as well. Old as freak, but he's still a beast. Uh, Tyler Oxford, I'm going as good as well. Good. Yeah, that's I fair. think he's had a resurgence year that we didn't expect. Um, and then Higby. that's your that's your. Uh, yes. That's Tyler, Tyler Higby, yep. Good. I'm going with good as well. Vance McDonald. Good. I'm, going with he a- I'm going with average just with Eric Ebron because I think that Vance McDonald's that second tight end, right? Yeah, yeah. So put put him put him in average. He's he's more of a blocker. If Will Disley, Will Disley, um, average. average. Oh, I was going to go good, but all right. Um, I don't ever see him doing it. Austin Hooper was was, was good this year. Was good. I say very good. I would say he blossomed into a very good tight very end. Very good as well. That's that's fine. When OBJ went out, his usage went up, and they relied on him more. Um, Dalton Shorts got injured in like games. Shorts. Shorts. I put Shorts in here on accident. I think you got to put him in average because we just do not have a sample size for him. He got hurt like the first game. Is he their draft pick? <sighs> he was supposed to be the. I don't know if he got drafted. I'm going to put him in good for me. I say just average. Because when he did actually play, he was very good. Well, he only played for like, what, two games? I think it was more than that. I think it was more than that. Cameron Brait, he's like the number three on that depth chart. So I'm going to go with below uh, average just because, yes, if Gronk and O.J. Howard wasn't there, I would say that he would be average. But because he's the third. And why he do they really got have, three tight ends? I don't know. Because they said, I like some offense officer. Please right. keep it coming. Yeah, put him in below. Below average. All right. It says C.J. Uzma. C.J. Uzma. Does he play for the Cardinals now? No, I still think he plays for the Bengals. Oh, uh, uh, yes. My phone says Chat Uzumaki. I'm going to go with either I'm average. Dawson Knox. He's average. I don't know anything about Well, he's the, I think he's in the Bills. Jack the next Doyle. person is Hayden Hurst. Oh, he was good. All right. I'd say good. Yeah, I think he's been pretty good. Jack Doyle. Good. Good. All right. Jimmy Graham. I he's actually been very, very good this good. year. Yeah, very good for who he's playing. It for. sucks that the Bears don't have a quarterback. <laughs> uh, Max Williams below. Noah Fant. I'd good. say I'm going elite. I'm going elite, and I stick with elite. I stick with elite. Noah what? Fant. What? Elite. What context are you arguing this off of? He played like four games. But he's elite. But he, is, <laughs> like, yes. I mean, it's one of those things where we put Dak Prescott in, and he played three games. Yeah. We, all right, all right. I would settle I on very good, bro. I don't say elite. I say very good. So all you're right. telling me I'll right now? Na- I'll, I'll go with very good. I might use my executive decision on that. By the way, uh, you're gonna get crucified uh, in the comments. OJ Howard, 
Good. OJ Howard, I'm going with good. Gronk. Very I'm going, good. I'm still going with good. I'll put him in the very good very category good. this year. Okay. All right. So just because the man, like, he's a dying. I mean, it's it's insane. He's still playing that how badly he's been beaten up. So we're not gonna go with the below average people mainly because we don't know them that well. Um, so we got George Kittle, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey in the elite. We have Johnu Smith, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mark Andrews, Austin Hooper, um, Jimmy Graham. Johnu Smith and uh, Rock is a very good. Bronkowski. That's no fan, not Johnu. Yeah, I'm sorry, no fan. Um, and then for good, we have Dallas Goddard, Hunter Henry, Mike Gesicki, T.J. Hawkinson, David, David Njoku, Darren Fells, Tyler Eifert, Mercedes Lewis, that's Tyler Higby, Hayden Hurst, what's that? Jack, Jack Doyle, Doyle and yeah. O.J. Howard. An average is Evan Ingram, Jared Cook, Kyle Rudolph, Nick Boyle, Zach Ertz, Jets tight end, Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald, <laughs> Everett. That's his official name. Will Disley, Schultz, Uzuma, and Dawson Knox. And below average, I can only name Olsen and Wynn. My favorite thing so <laughs> far is that there's one dude on the good list uh, next to the Green Bay guy, and his hair is very dark. It doesn't look like he has hair from where I'm sitting. That's Higby. Higby, and his face looks tiny as mess. So it are is. we discussing any of these? So who who do you feel like we should discuss? I Travis want... Kelsey needs to be first on Elite for yeah. what he did this year. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, for sure. We usually rank the Elite in the order in which he feels the best. And I think with Darren Waller, too, because yeah. uh, George didn't feel... Um, I think Ebron should be moved up to good just because of his when he was catching, he was All right. very first, good. And first executive decision. That's my executive. I want right, to move. So e- I want to move Ebron, and I know I'm biased, but when he was catching, he was our third down target in red zone. I will target. use my executive decision and move Austin Hooper up to the elite. I will put him behind George Kittle. Not Austin Hooper. My fault. Mark Andrews. What am I doing? All right, that I can. Yeah, first. I was, like, I, I, was oh, I was looking at Austin Hooper like he has a funny face on here. Um, I think that I'm going to use mine on Mike Gusecki, and I'm going to put him to very good. He was the number six ranked fantasy tight end. So I'm going with Mike Gusecki um, as very good. All right. I will argue that next year, if Noah Fant plays more games, that he'll be he'll in the be elite, elite category. If the Denver Broncos can actually field a quarterback next year, because, you know, there was questions about that <laughs> this year. I don't know what on earth happened to that team. I... Injuries. I think that I was too harsh on George uh, Greg Olson. We can move I him to think, average. I think that we should move him to average. Yeah, I didn't really see it. He played this year, right? He did. It's. I think all I these individuals would like played. to bring up T.J. Hawkinson as very good. Okay, I'll settle. Yeah, I mean, because I'm, then all of our bars will was not a, be doubled. He, he was like a breakout star this year with Detroit. All right. Do you think Matthew anybody? Stafford's going to retire? No, no, he's going to no. sign with another team or get traded. Last person that I would like to bring up, and this is just hypothetical, Hunter Henry, I would like to bring to the very good section. I don't agree, but that's fair. Okay, you are the deciding vote. He did get better when Justin Herbert came into the game, and he, that offense looked good with him, so I will allow this. I'm just saying it because I didn't I didn't watch any Chargers games. All right, so right now with the new and improved list, we're not going to go with average and below average that much. Um, so for elite, we have Travis Kelsey one, we have Darren Waller two, George Kittle three, Mark Andrews four. Um, for very good, we have what was his name again? I keep forgetting. Johnny John Smith. Smith. Johnny Smith, Austin Hooper, um, that. Connor almost put in yeah. the Listen, category. listen. Um, I did say before this podcast that my brain didn't show up to this. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Graham, Noah Fant, uh, Gronk, Mike Gusecki, TJ Hawkinson, and Hunter Henry. For good, we have what, – what's his name? Uh, Dallas Goddard. Goddard. And Joku. Uh, Fel, Fels. Tyler Eifert, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis, Lewis, Tyler, Tyler Higbee, Hayden Hurst, Jack Doyle, O.J. Howard, and Eric Ebron. And then – for average, we have a lot of average people. Who um, you can check out yeah, on our Instagram page Instagram called I Can't Deal with, deal with this, this So, I feel like we're, we're in good shape. I feel like I think this good. was we did a lot better for this than we thought we would. Yes, because we didn't know a lot of these people. 
Mainly the belows. Yes, definitely the belows. And I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the averages is this. But I tell you what, uh, Mike Isecki for my fantasy leagues, lifesaver. Yeah. Lifesaver. You know who saved me? Darren Waller. Oh, Darren Waller was a good one. Johnny Smith did well for me as well. Yeah. Occasionally in the games that I needed him. All right. Do we got anything else? I feel like there's one tight end they didn't put on here. But the name's... Team? I forget what team he's on. It's it's not a big deal though. Oh, Jesse James. He's on the Lions too. But they cut him throughout the year, so I guess that's why. So never mind. We don't recognize cut players. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, <laughs> ladies and gents, um hopefully you will have a good conference championship Sunday. Um we stay will safe. Stay safe. People uh, do be drinking on these days. Yep. Uh, hopefully oh, you boy. stay safe during the uh, inauguration. Hopefully there was no riots. Um, but we will see you guys next week. Later. We greatly appreciate you. Um, have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Adios.